Hi, I'm Jen Sherlock, and welcome to my lifestyle podcast, Live Without a Nest. The podcast showcases people who live fearlessly and have the ambition to create something. I'll showcase change makers who have decided to let go of their safety net in order to survive. So let's jump right in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Live Without a Net. And I'm with a friend and partner, Gil Hansen. He has his own design and branding company. And he is a complete entrepreneur and he's been through it all. And today we're going to discuss his trials and tribulations of entrepreneurship. So Gil, where should we start? Well, uh, we can start when I started my business in 19, I guess in the mid 80s. In the mid 80s, I started. and I decided uh, it was time to open up my own design firm here in uh, Philadelphia. <clears throat> and uh, I've been running ever since, running hard. Yeah, you have been. So you've had companies or offices in Philadelphia, New York. At one point, you had dozens of employees. And now, you know, you run smaller, but you're just as successful. So talk about the differences that you notice, you know, between growing your brand back then and then how it is now. Well, back then, uh, brand design was a, a specialty. It was maybe 15, 10 firms in the U.S. that were doing it uh, the way I was doing it. And we were doing a lot of work in the packaged good industry. Like our first client was Kraft Foods. Our second one was Kogi Palmolive, and <clears throat> we got into spirits and wines, and it was a lot of fun, but it, it wasn't like prolific. There was a, a real nice group in uh, New York, a uh, few people around here in Philly and uh, Chicago, LA, San Francisco, and we, <clears throat> we all got together at different uh, meetings and uh, talks and stuff like that. The uh, so then what happened was uh, the business grew rapidly. It was expanding as the economies were expanding. And uh, it was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of traveling, a lot of uh, interaction with a lot of people. And uh, I had a great team, really good designers working with me. Uh, and we, were, we actually renovated an old building in a neighborhood called Maniunk here in Philadelphia, an old livery stable. And it was, we had parties and we had, conferences there and it was a, it was a great time it was really uh, a lot of fun and very expansive and then one day i got a call from jp morgan in new york and they were looking for uh, a new brand for the wealth management and they said would i be interested i had never done wealth management or financial before but they were looking for something different they just uh let go of it really really respected global design firm and they said uh, would you be interested in coming up and meeting me uh meeting them i said yeah so two hours later i'm in their office and <clears throat> that began a whole different category and a great relationship um in that in the financial services but also with jp morgan directly uh yeah. so the big uh, line yeah, it was really, really amazing work. Uh, I mean, uh, expense was no object for them. Uh, they just 
went for it. And uh, we had did develop some beautiful materials, a lot of print and other products and services for them. And then that leveraged into doing a lot of work with USAA down in San Antonio and then American Express. And so we were in a whole different category uh, while we maintain our work in the consumer products. So a lot of financial work back then. A lot, a lot of financial work. A lot. And then we also got into, uh, uh, started getting into spirits and wines. And that grew tremendously too. Uh, Rebranding for Landia Vodka, Smirnoff, doing a lot of wines uh, pretty much all over, all over the country. And uh, that was a lot of fun. So much work. And then we, we did a lot of work in the restaurant category, big restaurants like China Grill uh, in Manhattan and uh, a ton of food service for companies like Aramark and Sodexo, uh, very large university projects designing not only the, <clears throat> the, uh, the cafeterias, but also everything about the food service brand, all their different products and services. So that, that, was also exponential for us. So it was fun, a lot of fun. Are your designs still used today with like the Finlandia or? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yeah, sometimes yeah, you see it. I mean, other times it's been morphed. Uh, a new owner comes in and wants to do something different. Uh, these things are always changing, which is good for my business, for people in my business, because everybody likes change. They want to do something new and different. So uh, uh, designers love that. I mean, we love that. And then uh, <clears throat> I guess uh, around 2008, nine, you know, that's when that recession hit. Right. And uh, a lot of us, the agencies, uh, were the first thing to go in these companies. Uh, the CFOs really took charge of the companies back then. And they said, why are you paying these agencies all this money? And uh, <clears throat> it got really painful because they were questioning all our bills. And, uh, and it turns out I talked to other people in New York and Philly and stuff. And they were all, they were all experiencing uh, the hemorrhaging of that. Cause I was at Advana bank internally, but we had firms like Red Tedimer and I'm pretty sure they were making six figures a month from Advana bank. So yeah. definitely the first to go. I think, that account may have shut down their business at the time. I think it's still around, but I do remember. Red Tedimer, yeah, they're around. They do, they do great work. Um, yeah, they do. But, but, but it's, it's uh, yeah, it morphed. You know, and then I, I worked with a lot of different people. I started, I was lucky, you know, in a way, because I started working with uh, influencers like Brian Tierney and uh, other people. And we all, you know, becoming much more, entrepreneurial in the sense that we were helped creating new products and service offerings with people, uh, which is still true today uh, <clears throat> because things change so quickly. And all of a sudden it was a different, it was a different model because it turned into, I'm working with people, not companies. Right. Okay. And of course that's always been the case, but all of a sudden it was really the people I was working with. And that started in my own head thinking about, well, 
really branding is more about the people than it is about the thing or about the company. It's like, who's, who's running the company? Who's yeah. behind the new product? And those decision makers and those people that were inspiring or, or not, maybe they could be just the opposite. I realized, well, branding is about more about people. At the, be- at the base level, it's about the people, whether the buyers of, of your product, the consumers, or the people that are coming up with the product idea. It's all about people. And I started uh, morphing all the brand strategy, all the brand work, and the theories of branding towards people. And so for about the last two years now, I've developed these different tools for what I call design personal branding, which you've been, you've done through that exercise. And uh, it's, it's really a lot of fun uh, because people are so different and variety and it's so much uh, fun to see the discovery points that they develop in their own branding, in their own brand. Right. Uh, So right now we're still doing the consulting work for companies on, on the brand side, helping them articulate their brand, but it intersects directly with so much of the personal brand development design work we're doing for people at the same time. Can you give an example? Because I've been through your sessions and they are so fun. But for people watching or listening, what would be an example of one of your sessions on how you help people develop their own personal brand? Well, this is interesting because there's a lot of personal brand theory out there. There's a lot of personal brand gurus and and they're great. You know, I know I'm a fan of a few of them and I follow them. Uh, the, The thing that what I felt was missing in a lot is... So much of the time when you're, you're reading self-help books or you're, you're watching, uh, you know, everybody from Gary V to, you know, whoever talking about how to be, you know, all this, it, it's missing a couple of things I saw that, that uh, the, a very powerful way to, to become your best brand is visually as well as, you know, working through your, your headspace. So I work very closely with um, one of the gurus in personal branding, uh, Carl Speak out in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He wrote, he's great. He wrote a great book. Uh, what's the name of that book? It's right here. It's called, uh, one sec. <laughs> I got to get the book. Carl will be happy that I'm advertising his book here. Uh, it's called, uh, be your own brand. He wrote this cool. like, uh, oh, I don't know, like 20 years ago. And uh, it sold like five, over 500,000 copies. And it's sort of one of the benchmarks. Okay. And, and so I took a lot of his theory <clears throat> and I, I brought it forward into much more of a... Uh, uh, visual tools as well. So we have three phases. We have a discovery phase. We have uh, what we call the, uh, it's called a feedback phase where you hear what other people think about you, which is very interesting. And then there's the style. Okay, now let's bring it to life. Let's bring your brand to life. 
your colors, your image, the things you love to do, the food you love. Right. I mean, this is all part of you. It's not like <laughs> it's not like you just put on your tie or put on your yeah. your nice black dress and it's that's like, you. Right. It's like, right. So yeah. the whole package. Right. And um, so what we've done is we do workshops with teams uh, together, and we also do it individually, one-on-one consulting. Uh, and, and I would say that uh, it's very rewarding for them, and it's also for, for me. It's very rewarding. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you in those sessions, and you're always so animated and excited and you know, I learned about colors and how they describe you and learn about words that I think describe me, but then you have the perception of what others think about me. So I find it so interesting, the whole process. Yeah, it was fun. And, and, and you were fun to do it with, actually, like just to know. Uh, it's because what happens is afterwards, I have a really uh, fortunate that I have developed really great relationships with the people that have gone through the process. Uh, there's a real nice connectivity and, uh, uh, the story continues. We stay in touch and if they ever need, uh, like a, a refresher, I'm, I'm here for them and I'm enjoying and seeing people, seeing people become their best. That's, that's really a pleasure. Really fun to see. So right now, are you doing these sessions virtually? And then also, you know, I know you created a podcast and you can find it on designyourpersonalbrand.com. Is there anything else you're doing? You know, in, well, the in, podcasts are interesting because okay. sort of like what we're doing right now. You're doing a podcast, right? Yeah. So my my podcasts are called Be Your Best, and everybody who's on there on the podcast, basically mo- more than not, has gone through some sort of personal brand development reflection before we do the podcast, and. <clears throat> So far, it's been so much fun uh, to talk to people about stuff like that because it's so much more fun talking about what you're really good at and what you love to do and your learnings. That's really key, like what you've learned right. through life. Uh, <clears throat> so it's it's a good one. It's real good. And uh, more and more every day, I'm getting more and more people interested. They, I get feedback. Uh, more and more people are watching them or listening to them. Excuse me, they're listening. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's fun. It's real fun. So now, in compared to the past, in the past you were doing more logos, telling a company who they are, maybe doing their website, but now you're doing more personal branding, would you say? Or are you also still assisting companies? Like I know. Yeah, but we, we do both. They, they didn't go back, but really they're... Uh, Side by side, because what I did was this is this is actually I'm telling you the secret sauce. So I would do brand training and discovery sessions for companies. Like, and I can remember I was doing it for USAA, which is what I did for JP Morgan. I did it for USAA, and 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 then I went to another big investment firm in North Carolina, and I did the same thing, and it was so much fun, and I. I really develop a, I would say maybe a 12 page questionnaire of questions and responses. And I put on a slideshow and we go through these talks and it occurred to me, I said, well, I know I can really do this for people. Just take the same process 
instead of for a company or a team, you do it for, for individuals. You do it right. for people. <clears throat> so I, I, that's what I did. I, it really it was the same questions, the value proposition, the, the mission statement, uh, the pillars of who you are, your best, your best attributes really became, and I added a few more things like uh, who inspired you, whether in history or in, in today's world, and your mentors and things like that. But then it expanded <clears throat> into your archetypes to your, what's your beauty? Like, that's a question, right? Like, what is your most beautiful moments? Like, what is your beauty? Right. And I tell you, that's a game changer. Because people are, you know, most of them are not thinking like that at all. They're <laughs> thinking about like, I got to catch a train. I got to pay the bill. I'm late. I'm late. I'm really, I'm, I got to watch out for that guy that got crazy driver in front of me. But wait a minute, just stop for a second. Like we live in the most beautiful planet, at least I know of, in the universe that we can see. And it's just beaming. And all we do when we stop for a minute, this is what we do. When we stop for a minute, we look around and go, my God, it's beautiful. The trees are beautiful. The sky is incredible. There's a lot of beauty out here. And when we stop and do it, we go, wow, it's really, yeah. So guess what? We're the same thing. We're made from the same thing, right? So Homo sapiens are beautiful too. And not just in terms of what we see on Instagram. We see a lot of pretty faces and stuff there. But but it's really... We're made of the same beauty that created all the beauty we like outside. And when people, so that exercise itself, when people do that, but first of all, it's a little like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? So yeah, yeah, we get beautiful. Right. So let's talk about that and let's find out where all those things are that make you beautiful. <clears throat> and that's a great exercise. People love it. Right. No, they, it seems, you know what I mean? Yeah. Seems so um, easy, but it's not. People take it for granted. Yeah. Or, or they, don't, they don't really think about it. They think it's the makeup they're putting on. Right. right. But, but, and that's good. I mean, we all got to look good. <laughs> I mean, we, we want to we wanna be like, look successful or, or look whatever we want to do. Uh, but at the same time, and this is what's really happening with COVID. Because so much of the time we're at home. Well, people aren't so, you know, they're, not, they're casual now. Right. Like all of a sudden you're not like, Okay, I've got to get really dressed up for my my uh, my Zoom call. The heels, I know. I wear so, pants. So here's what happens. Yeah, so this is funny, right? So guess what happens is, so you see people, and this is all day long on those news, like they talk, they're in their kitchen, right? They got the dirty dishes behind them. They're talking to the whole world on NBC or something like that. Or then there's other people that are really working hard. You got the beautiful, perfect shelf with all the right books. On there. Exactly. So you see, yes, they're fans of Abraham Lincoln or whatever. Right. You know, they really work it carefully. And it, and then there's this one person, I forget her name. She does it perfectly. Like her, like her background. Wow. You know, it's really, she's got her uh, ring lit up behind her like you do and I do. But, but, but so it's funny how <clears throat> the personal branding piece is really coming across now on screens. I know. And I bought all the equipment. I actually, I'm not using a light. I haven't used it, but I have a light in front of me, a light behind me. I'm not using them. I'm a bad example, but 
I will get it together. <laughs> I just got to. <laughs> so right now you have a black wall behind you, right? <laughs> but you know, you look great and everything like that. But, but the, so, so behind me, you're seeing a painting. Right. It's so, right? you know. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's just a little few touches to say, this is me. It's not like I don't have a noisy bookshelf and some people do that very well. But the point is, is that when I talk now with personal brand training is what do you look like on screen? Right. And then, and, and I said, are, are you showing, are you in your pajamas? You know, are you, are you in your pajamas? And it's like, whatever, or are you ready to go? And, right. and, and, and I think that, uh, I learned this from Carl years ago before he goes into any meaning he stops for a second and he says what are the three things that i want to make an impression on on these people i'm walking into just stops for a second three words and before he goes into the meeting now how many of us do that no like just right i mean but yeah. what a good idea what a good tip so that's i know for me i've learned uh, and sometimes, you know, you can't help it. You're late. You got to run. You walk in. You just got to do it. But a lot of times I will stop before I walk in and say, okay, just get centered for a second. Take a couple deep breaths. And what are the three things that I want to uh, project or communicate about me to the people I'm going in to have the meeting with? It could just be one person. Yeah. And it doesn't, it like, you know, I know this, like, like it's not like you have to, it's not like you're going to pay your parking ticket at a judge and you're going to get all dressed up to make sure they think you're really a, a nice person. I mean, right. it's it's true with everybody. Like whatever it is, like you get into a cab, that's an opportunity. Right. You get on the bus, the train, you walk into wherever, <clears throat> and what happens is people like it. People like it when people like themselves. Oh, of course. Yeah. Confidence is always a game. Changer. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's really good. No, I love it. Everything is, is so interesting. I'm always learning. Well, well that's the way I notice. A, you know, like you're like that. You, you prepare for every meeting, you know, how you dress, how you look. Oh, right. You yeah. go through what you're going to say and then you come out and that's what makes, uh, you a really good, uh, person in public relations, you know, cause Thanks. you're, yeah. I mean, I, you can see that. And I see that with a lot of people. Uh, <clears throat> that's what it's about, being your best. Like, go for your best. Don't worry about the other stuff. Don't That all gets done. <laughs> yeah. But if you can be there and be present and, and be well-intended, it's another part of being your best, is you want to you wanna be, you want to have empathy. Empathy really goes deep. Compassion. So when you're empathy, empathizing with someone you're listening then it's if you're really giving you're really giving to them right i think some people have it some people don't you know i feel like yeah I'm- some people are really good at it now i have to practice it i'm one of those yeah. people yeah yeah, yeah. I, I practice it i feel like it should be natural <laughs> well it's learned but learning is good right that is good like some people you know i i learned like what i learned or as a kid growing up you know in uh, suburban Philadelphia was, I didn't learn anything like that. I just learned, I was a kid. I like, I learned how to get in trouble. Yeah. I learned how to like, you know, stuff like that. Sneak out of school. Yeah. I, that's what I learned. But <clears throat> later on, I learned that, no, no, like be your best. 
stand up, be accounted for, and 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 do what's best for not only myself but for other people. I love that. I think that's so inspiring in a time like this where people are very kind of like a one track mind with just everything they have to do with, like you said before, paying bills, work, dealing with COVID, a lot of people moving, you know, it's just, it's a crazy time. Well, you know, it's interesting about that because uh, we're still the same. Like you can say the news and news, this, and of course, you know, a lot's happened with politics and the United States and, uh, but at the same time, we're still, we can still be our best. Right. Like, you know, like, okay, so we, we're quarantined, you know, we have to wear masks and things like that, but we still, we can still be our best. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any words of advice before we go on what entrepreneurs could do who are living without a net and who have, you know, been uh, a lot like you? I mean, do you start with designing your personal brand first? I would think yes. Yeah, I would say first know yourself. Know yourself, like Socrates said three thousand years ago. Know yourself, and and be yourself. Because when you're when you're yourself, when you be yourself, then you are the master of your game. And by being your best, you are. The two words just came to my mind. When you're being your best, you're allowing yourself. You're giving yourself permission to be your best. And that feels great. You know, you, yeah. you put the doubt aside. That, you know, the naysayer is right there. Don't get me wrong. Like the doubter, the negative, it's all, it's, it's right there. But yeah, when you say, I'm going to be my best, then I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to listen to my best, you know, internally. But, but I'm also going to do that with other people. And that's a commitment. That's a commitment I do personally every day. Yeah, I'm hard on myself. So it's, it is always nice if you allow yourself. <laughs> you, know, you know, a friend of mine said to me, he said, doubting yourself is America's biggest indoor sport. Huh. And I laughed so hard when she said that. Uh, that's so interesting. But but she made a joke about it. But I said, of course, you know, like like who wants to play that game? And and right. and, and yet it's so easy to, so easy because there's so much peer pressure. There's so much. Oh God, everybody, you know, you know, look at social media. Are you kidding me? You want to feel bad about yourself? <laughs> just, I know. Just scroll. Just spend a, yeah, just scroll on Instagram for 15 minutes. Oh you my go, God, ah. showing their best life. It's like <laughs> my life sucks. Why aren't I in Tahiti? I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't I with those glamorous, fancy, cool people? Right. But the point <laughs> is that you are already there. You are. You're there. You're live. You're yeah. living. First of all, if you look at that from that perspective, I'm alive. Like, that's a miracle because I'm here for like 80 years, maybe, lucky, yeah. 90, maybe. But I'm alive because. That's a real, that doesn't come. That just happened for me. Like I was born and I, I don't remember that, of course, and I'm alive. So take advantage of it. Right. Really take advantage of that it. a lot. Yeah. Life, live it. And, you know, I was always good at you only live once. I mean, to an extreme. COVID slowed me down quite a bit. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> in college, I used to say YOLO before YOLO was even a thing. I was always like, 
you only have this day or this spring break mm-hmm. or this holiday. So you need to like live it to your max. Um, so I feel like that's one thing I've been good at except until recently, but I guess that's a lot of us. Well, we got burned down. We got burned down by a lot of uh, media, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was just really told us for a matter of fact, instead of all the hoopla, it would have been probably a lot easier to cope. Uh, and I mean, I re- don't get me wrong. I respect the media. They do their job and they, I think they do it very well. Whatever. I think they all do it well. <clears throat> it's just, uh, the, uh, the point is, is that, uh, they're, they're there to, to get information, but they're not there to, to get confused. Right. That's, that's our job is to keep it, you know, our boundaries intact. So we say, okay, I, I, I like that, but I, I don't want to watch that other stuff. I don't want I know. I mean, coming from news, it's supposed to all be unbiased, but I have to say it's definitely biased nowadays. So, Well, it is. You know what's interesting, though? I noticed this, that everybody, it's, you can say it's biased, but it's sincere. I mean, people really, they care. It really comes down to they really care about their lives. Right. And they care about others. And they just, that's all that. And basically, uh, I've seen this so many times with my friends and myself too, since I was, oh, that's your point of view. Oh, uh, you're still a human. We're still friends. Still friends. We can still. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and it, it's, it's just like, it's just like ideas and ideas are, that's all they are. They're not, they're not real. Right. They're just thoughts. And then there's, uh, you know, I think we have a pretty good place. This planet, it's beautiful. And I think uh, we have a, uh, a pretty good country to live in. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been really good for me, <laughs> personally. And it's, uh, it's so vast and big. And uh, our continent is incredible. I mean, there's a lot of really, really nice things about going on right now. And I, I, uh, so that's, uh, I'm really feel lucky about it. No, that's good. More people need to have gratitude. And if you really do think about it, we do have one life and we can design it. But it starts with designing your personal brand first. Wow. <laughs> you just said it. That's it. I mean, you said it better than I did. So yes. that's good. We have to design it. Definitely. Design yep. our lives. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Go to designyourpersonalbrand.com and schedule your one-on-one session with Gil Hansen. That's your commercial. Thank you. I know he's great. He's helped me so much with my website and my design and my branding. And he helps so many other people and he has great creative ideas. So it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much, Gil. Thanks, Jen. Well, that's it for now. Thanks everyone for joining us. Please reach out to me so I can feature you on my show. I do respond to everyone. You can find me on my Instagram at Jennifer Sherlock or my business Instagram at Jenna.com. And check out our new website coming soon, livewithoutanet.com. Thanks again, and I look forward to taking risks with you.